Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they are in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show the nikki glazer podcast here's nikki hello here i am it's nikki glazer podcast welcome to the show i'm in st louis with my dogs d-a-w-g-e-s um actually my dogs d-o-g-s and my dog big taylor is here taylor mcgraw welcome to the show in studio with me Thank you. Thank you. She was over here organizing my, she was unpacking for me after my two months gone. It's only you two got, months? That was two months. Seems so long. How many so luggages? Long. How there many luggages? Three bags, three, and then uh, half of another one. So three and a half. 3.5 bags. Yeah. A lot. Oh, that's not bad. She had a lot to sift through. And there's another shipment coming because the thing that I was filming, I got to keep all of the dresses oh, from. Oh, shit. The first time of filming this what? show. Yeah, I've been doing this oh. show for many a moons, and wow. they never let me keep anything, and this time I got to keep everything. Yeah. Damn. And so I have lots of dresses to wear to weddings. Nice. Mostly. And tour. <laughs> strip and strip tour. clubs. Yeah, I'm going to wear stuff on tour. I'm very excited. Oh, but it's nothing yeah. I can wear in my normal life, um, right. because I, don't dr- I just can't dress like the way... I wish I could dress. Mm. Oh, Anya and, and Brian and, and Noah are all yeah. here as well. Yeah, like I just wish I could wear like a linen, like like dress like a girl in Beverly Hills that just wears like a long linen dress and like some fresh sneakers Uh. and like just a simple necklace. Uh -uh. Like if I put that on, I'd feel like I was doing cosplay or something. I just I have to. (laughs) I always picture like the people. Like I always picture my. Um, I almost said sister in law, but if I marry Chris, she will be. She's Chris's brother's 
wife and she always dresses so impeccably mm. even when she's wearing like lululemon like she could wear something that i'm wearing but it just looks like nice on her like she just wears things and it all fl- fits nicely she's not and it stained. looks clean no she is she, yeah she's not i thought she's not sane. i thought you said she's not stained. sane i was like no she's very sane she just yeah she's not stained like i was picturing i was like if she dressed like me if she was wearing look this me, i'm stained already outfit what would it look like on her and it would just look different i just carry things differently yeah. i think you have a You're new graceful, thing though. though you don't know like you have changed. I've known you for a decade or more now, and there are so many days that I just look at you and I'm like, God, she is the it girl, and she has no idea. Yeah, like, and you I can't even like, tell you because I've like been forbidden. The it girl, because my hair well, looks like no. it cousin it. No, no, you just have like you don't even realize it sometimes when you're just like you throw something on. I'm like, how did she do that? Like there was this one yep. day on, on the European tour where you just like showed up, like fucking pissed. I'm so annoyed. Like grumbling in the green room, yeah. and I was just like, "Look at this bitch and her pleather, cool black shorts, like some weird, cute crop top jacket." This <laughs> oh, cute no, that was fucking all to me. Sk- I hated that. It doesn't matter. It was all lent to so me. I didn't cool. pick it out. But it doesn't when matter. I'm left to my own devices. I should not be left to my own devices. I wear Taylor Swift shirts that don't fit. And then I put on shorts that are also really old from Old Navy. Like all of my clothes are old. But they look good on you. You have like, you have like the grace of a a prized pony. That's so You like stride. (laughs) When you stride, like I just, I'm first of all, I'm hunchback, cashew. But <laughs> every time I see you, you stride into a room and your clothes just like hang off you. That's really You're nice. like a mantis well, with sexy clothes. I, I didn't mean for this to be like, give me compliments, but it does feel really good. Thank you so much. Taylor um, McGraw calling you a mantis is such a high compliment. I, I, I do look like her a earlier and she felt like a delicate beautiful you said i was tiny as soon as you saw me and i was like is she just saying this cuz she knows on the girls chat that i was crying about being fat the I other day. I haven't been on it. Really? I, t- I was telling them I'm kicked off. Oh, oh well, that actually makes everything I mean, I better because I go, oh my God, she just like, I rounded the corner and she immediately was like, you are little or something. And I was like, oh God, she's just like <laughs> saying exactly what I want to hear because no, she I knows I was sobbing about um, uh, things I saw in a dressing room the other day. I'm not kidding you. I, I This is my thought oh, I had that I think mirror? is actually really funny. In a mirror? I know this is really grim, but it's really funny to me. I just saw Joe List special, so maybe it's getting in my head. Joe List has a joke at a special where he's like, sometimes he sees a picture of himself, and he's like, I just should just kill myself to like for the betterment of society. Like I'm so disgusting looking, and I really related to that. And for some reason, Joe can say that, and everyone laughs and doesn't go, "No, Joe, you're beautiful." <laughs> but when a woman says that, everyone has to go, "No, Nikki, you're beautiful." And let me just say what I'm about to say. Trigger warning. I'm about to be, I'm a skinny woman talking about feeling fat, okay? I am, I am aware that I am a thinner woman and that I have thin privilege and that I am talking about how I perceive my body. It does not mean that if I see you at a meet and greet and you're bigger than me, I'm going to be like, she's disgusting and doesn't deserve to live. This is a me thing. It's the way we see ourselves is different than the way we see others. And I know I said last week on the show that my mom, the way she talked about her body would make me really upset because my mom was so much tinier than me, yet she would say she was big. And then I would be like, well, what do you think about me? So I know I'm being a hypocrite in saying that right now, but I will just say I struggled. Last week I went into a dressing room like knowing I'm bigger, like I'm, I was fine with it. Like I know I'm bigger than I was six months ago. Like I just know 
the pants aren't fitting the same way. I accept it. I'm fine with it. I just went through, I just filmed a bunch of shit and I was like trying to get into, I was wanting to be a lot thinner than I was for all this, but I wasn't and it's fine and it's just the way it is and I accepted it. And I really felt ready to go in a dressing room, even though I never go in dressing rooms hell, ever. I always hell. buy things at the store and I take them home and then I cry there. And like <laughs> all that Abercrombie stuff that I had you return, I bought that online. It's all doesn't fit me. I can't even get it past my neck. Like some of the things won't even go on Abercrombie's my body. Abercrombie's for children though. But I no. think, no, actually a lot of that I saw it was from Abercrombie children. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. There were a couple of things that were Abercrombie, Abercrombie kids. kids. And I was like, what? No way. Okay, yeah. that makes me feel better then. Shout out <laughs> to my ex-boyfriend from 2002 who I was tried like, oh, that to makes only sense. dress me in Abercrombie kids. Oh, baby. What? Really? Yes. He would always that? be like, let's go to this store. It's so fun. I was well, it 20, makes sense to get like 20. size medium or large. Well, yeah, for because Anya's size you small are like ch- Anya is a, has sometimes if you're on your lower end of your weight, he you wanted could probably me wear in a kids. red T-shirt for a 10 year old with a dog on it. I will show you the photo. It's he insane. wanted you Delia's <laughs> Like he really wanted me Delia's No, Delia's was, <laughs> I want to say that Delia's was now. not sexy. And that's what I kind of like about it. it Delia's wasn't sexy. It was making girls feel like empowered about being like a little tomboyish. And I was Mm. remembering Delia's because my friends and I were talking about it. And one of them said like it was like, or I think I said I was like, they were like sexy babies. And they're like, no, they weren't. Mm -mm. They were, they weren't wearing, there was no cleavage. There was no cropped. There was no tummies hanging out. It was like all like skater, cool girl. They were cashew on purpose. They always had like a a hard side (laughs) lean or they'd be like, yeah, they yeah. were always like screaming yeah, or like, like kicking their legs. <laughs> like Abraham. <laughs> yeah, they were so cool. They were jumping a lot. Yes. And they were always just like leaning against a wall, like kind of being yeah. like, I don't care, like chewing bubble They're gum. Like, they were like loitering, <laughs> constantly loitering at a mall. They were, like, they were <laughs> yeah. about to get picked up by the cats. <laughs> so I went into this dressing room at a store called And Other Stories, Ugh. which by the way, <laughs> I needed to return <laughs> something to it. If it starts with and, you know. It's not and, and you it's shouldn't go ampersand. In. Oh like, it, you know, like, yeah. so Chris, we were, we were going there the other day and he was like, where are we going? And he put it in the ways and I go, it's, it's called and other stories. It's ampersand other stories. So he, <laughs> when we got there, he goes, I typed in ampersand. ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> he thought it was called ampersand other stories. <laughs> I would like that better. So I went to and other stories to return something that like just, I was there months ago um, in Beverly Hills getting my hair done and I just was really cold. So I went into and other stories just to get a fucking sweater for dinner. And I picked up a couple other things. They were all like yippy skippy high, like <laughs> that, people don't know what that means. But um, when we were kids and there would be like pants that were too like short and they looked like like flooded, you know, like they were just flooding. Kirsten and I, and I think you, yeah, we yippee. would call them Yippy Skippy Kippy Egan. <laughs> because my parents have a friend named Kip Egan. And so we made, we were like, I don't know how we got to call them Yippy Skippy Kippy Egan. But anyway, so it, they were Yippy Skippy. And so I had to return them. I went there the other day with Chris to return them. And they gave me a store credit because I didn't have the, um, receipt they go i go um can you just get my credit card and like find it in the system which every store has been able to do that since the 90s but they go sorry we only do um 
you know, physical receipts. And I go, oh no, she goes, no, we can't do, we can't look it up from your credit card. I go, oh, well, I'll just look it up. You probably emailed it to me. And they go, we only do physical receipts. And oh I go, isn't that convenient? And I said it sarcastically. <laughs> and she goes, I know, right? Like she like oh, was like, thought oh, I was being helpful, no. but I was being sarcastic. Not to her to be like, I wasn't being rude, but I was like, well, isn't that convenient? Like, you know, and for the corporation. <laughs> other stories yeah. I want to uh, tell. What do, what do you and think so, is the reasoning behind this name and other stories? What are they going for there? I think it's just whimsical. Uh, yeah, whimsy. Well, one time whimsy. I was at Rag and Bone and I bought an outfit and the guy helping me goes, I love this. This tells a story. Mm. So maybe it's like accessory, like and other okay. stories. Tell the story about Rag and Bone because that's not whimsical. That's dark. Rag. <laughs> It's yeah. like what is found on a corpse. <laughs> Rag, <true>. a red, <laughs> and a bone. <laughs> and wood. <laughs> it is a risky name. name. Yeah. For, but you know risk. that they chose that name to be k. It's yeah. like they were like, it's, the, they it's like k. when you call something, like they called a um, restaurant egg slut. Oh, yeah, egg slut. <laughs> or they call it like dirty water for like a bar. So like they Ew. just yeah. names yeah. that are like challenging yeah. you oh, to like like challenged. them. Yeah. Rag and bone is definitely one of yeah, those. Yeah, but and other or stories z- reminds me of like things remembered. Remember that story from the mall? Things <laughs> oh, remembered. Yes. It's not like <laughs> totally. it's not Lock like these it. provocative, like, oh, I have to look at that now because what is that? It's like just a cuh bullshit name. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally cuh. It's fairy tale and it's like The font is like written like it's like scribbled quickly. Yeah. Oh my like, God. like they didn't even Dax. spend time on that. Like they just were like, let me get my grandmother to like just write this and then that's going to be the sto- that's going to be the end other story I tell about this business this is so what then- happens when we tell everyone they can be entrepreneurs yeah well and other My stories has some cake. decent stuff I have to say I do like the store but I don't like so I went into the fitting room I was like okay I'll just use the store credit I got and I was like I'll just spend it now I like when you get store credit it's just a gift certificate that you get from yourself like you it feels like free money but it's yeah. from it's oh, my money I spent money. it immediately though I can't yeah, hold I on did to too. it because oh, Chris I'm was like, like you can just get some stuff online and I was like I will lose this card I, yeah. it's going, I'm spending it now so he went up the street to James Purse and I right. stayed there and I was like I'm just gonna try on some stuff I never try on stuff but I was also like I'm not going to return this if I don't try it on. Because you I have won't to, get money. Yeah, I won't get money. And Taylor will have to like track down the return address. It will just be, a, <laughs> it'll be hell. So I was like, I'll turn try it on. I grab two pairs of jeans, one in the size that I don't want to be and one in the size I do want to be. You know, we all have those sizes. The one that we used to be in and the one that we're going to get back to and the one that we're probably in and we don't want to be. And the, guess what? I tried on. I grabbed the one that I used to be and I go, I'll put these on first. And they're like, kind, they're pretty snug, but I'm like, they're all like, they are not acceptable and I will not ever be seen wearing them, but I'm not, it, I'm spilling <laughs> they over went them. on. And I had to go like, I had to do a yippy skippy dance where I'm like pushing my <laughs> legs out to get them on. It was a struggle. It was embarrassing. And then I go, well, that's fine because these are the, these are the old ones. These are my old size. The, 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 the young Nikki. And then I took them off and I grabbed the other ones and I realized they were actually the ones that were supposed to be too big. And they were so tight. So then I go, I am, I will be damned if I don't try on these tinier ones and just see where I'm at. And I tried on the tinier ones and they were more of a struggle, but not that more of a struggle. So then that made me question all the sizing altogether. It's all different. They were actually longer than the other ones that were a bigger size. So anyway, but then as I was taking them off and I was feeling okay about that, I'm just like, okay, so I'm, Bigger than I thought I was, but I'm still like 
I don't look in the mirror and like despise myself, but that was until I saw a different mirror and it was a mirror behind me. Oh no. That was showing, and this reminds me of a David Spade joke where he catches a glimpse of himself in a dressing room mirror and he sees the side of himself and he's like, you ever see the side of yourself? And you're like, well, no one can ever see that again. So he goes to the bar that night and he only meets women and he walks like a crab so that they can never yeah. see him from That's the side. That's what I do. And, um, that's my favorite so, joke. It's so funny. <laughs> and it reminded me of that. But I saw in that mirror the ass of a woman. I've I don't know this woman. <laughs> I don't reckon I would <laughs> never recognize in a lineup the ass that I saw. It was, I just was like, I I can I have to do everything I can to keep Chris because no one will ever <laughs> okay. love me again. I know he's seen this. Because I've been walking around nude. I'm not going to let him see it anymore. I thought it looked way better back there. He didn't and, see it in like bright hellish lights and like yes, a has. box with like a bad color. Or, no, I have a ring like, light next to our bed that's on fluorescent <laughs> mode. Um, it, Ass it's, everyone can say facing. the lighting. Everyone can say the mirrors. Everyone can say that whatever it is. The fact of the matter is it wasn't about the lighting. It was the shape in the like. It wasn't the, it wasn't the skin tone or the... The cellulite, although that was a problem, but I like, I don't mind the sagginess and the skin tone because I know that is lighting and I know that I can't help that. It was the size and the shape. (laughs) (laughs) It was, what's that movie called? The Shape and the something. It was that movie. And And, other um, stories. And other stories. And so I was so depressed when I left there. Bigger than you thought? Much bigger. Like wide? Like a library. Like Mrs. Stifler's ass from third grade. Tiny It was no. I've seen it. It's it's going Recently. it's going wide. It's, oh, it's, this isn't seventy k widescreen. You, you should see Oppenheimer on my ass. It is. <laughs> it's going. It's branching out. It's it's really finding itself. But it's just going. It's getting to it's be open its a own woman's, store an old woman's ass. And more. And um, then I saw Chris, and I just looked shell shocked, and I was like, I can't really f- function right now. Like, I'm not gonna be. I need to cry, and I, there's nowhere to cry in Beverly Hills. That Why not like in the dressing room? That's what I've done. Title, um, because just get it out. They needed that dressing room. There was like a long oh, a line. line, and so I just and I didn't want to be in there anymore. I was if I, cr- you know, and other bitches in line to cry. So I just bought my shirts, my big shirts, and Chris was like, "What'd you get?" And I go, "I a bunch of shirts for fat girls." <laughs> <laughs> such a bitch and not that there's anything wrong with being a fat girl and I was like I think that's just that's what's going on I was like a bunch of shirts that are like oversized skater girl shirts like giant shirts like yeah Delia's and I was like I can't buy any bottoms anymore that's just not my life right now and we went into a store with him and he was like so what do you think about this and I was like I'm right now catatonic mode like I can't think about anything else but my body I'm obsessed right now we have to go see Oppenheimer in an hour. I need to get, I'm so glad we're going to see Oppenheimer because I need to get this out of my head. Like, do you ever and feel that way? Ass. Like where you see, yeah. yeah. Out of my head. Do you ever see, why do we obsess over our bodies like this? Like I was it's totally happy before this. I went to lunch. We went to go to a shelter to look at dogs. I was having a great day. And then I went and looked in a mirror and my day was hijacked. Mm. September 11th, shout out. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know why I keep doing shout outs to 9-11. I don't mean that. Happy Yesterday 9/11. I did a 9-11 shout out. Um, but I just, my brain was hijacked. And I was like, this is the sickness. It's not like what, it's not even about what's going on in my body. It's about what's going on in my head I have right a theory. Now. <clears throat> We're human beings 
but we're probably not supposed, like we are spiritual. This is probably just evidence that we really do have a spirit because we're, it's like this cognitive dissonance when we see our body, we're like, that's not me, but it is you and it keeps changing. So it's probably just kind of, it's traumatic. For, we've all had this moment. I, I'm sure men even have it, right, Brian? Where you're just like, ugh. That's Spade me. Uh, like, yeah. It could be about your hands. It could be about when your they butt. Look at their Chris ear said hair. he had it too when I showed him a video of himself at the Porsche yeah. thing. He was like, You showed me a video the other day that I like was a little bit shook by mm. seeing that angle of myself. So, like, yeah, it happens to men. Brian, I've never thoughts. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> I've, I've never actually seen myself in a mirror, so I'm looking right now to find out. <laughs> and yeah, oh I'm God, horrified, you're actually. You're a good mirror. <laughs> I always get yeah, obsessed with the mirrors. fact that people, like, I just all of a sudden get really embarrassed. It's almost like, if you listen to our secret podcast that we did um, for big money players, yeah. um, what are they called? The power players? Or? Shout out 9-11. Diamond. Diamond, yeah, shout out 9-11. <laughs> uh, Diamond Players Network, you get a free episode. And if you listen to that one, you'll hear about a really embarrassing moment of my life. And it was almost like that, like, what's embarrassing about be when you're embarrassed, it's because other people witness it, right? Like, if you trip and fall in your own home, you're not like, what an embarrassment. You're just like, oh, that sucks, <laughs> you know? But embarrassment r relies on other people witnessing it. So for me, it was like, I can't believe I've been walking around like this thinking I'm thin. That's what like, I think all the time. with thin person confidence. And no, everyone knows that this is like not the way. It, and, and by the way, please know, don't write to me and say, Nikki, this is all true. Like it can be triggering to you. I know it's triggering to some people. This triggers me sometimes when thin people talk about feeling fat. I promise you, this is my own issue. I don't think you're fat. I think fat is beautiful. I don't think it's a problem. I just... I have uh, a lot of, uh, you know, trauma from the growing up in the 90s and early 2000s when we all thought Britney Spears of the VMAs was fat, like these kind of things where it's like, I'm just, re I need to rewire my brain. I'm just sharing my truth and it has nothing to do with you. And I'm sorry if it hurts anyone's feelings that I'm saying this. I love all of you. I don't think if you're fat, that means you're wrong or anything. And I don't know why I think I'm wrong if I'm fat for some reason, but that's just the way it is. So please don't take this personally. I love you all. And we have to go to break, but I want to hear your thoughts about how you guys get through this because I was able to get through it and I want to hear what you guys do. All right, we'll talk about that when we get right back after this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. 
Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Well, the weather is getting a lot warmer, and so your wardrobe probably needs an update. I know mine does. And it's so hard when you want to buy new stuff because you want it to last a long time. You want it to look really good, and you want it to like stand the test of time in terms of like fashion. At least that's what I want. And so that's why I love Quince because Quince is all about effortless fashion that looks chic and timeless year round. I'm talking premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk top. They have so many chic jewelry pieces like these globe boho hoops. I love those. You could just blindly click and end up with such wardrobe essentials. They're not wasting your time at Quince. I love the Quince um, dress I got. I'm trying to find it because I want to say the exact name of it, but it's like this long sleeve dress, but it's like a midi skirt. It's so cute. It's like silky feeling. It's just, I've told you about it before. Okay, there's so much cute stuff on here. I got to go and get back to the podcast, but you know what to do. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Nikki for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E, Quince.com slash Nikki to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Nikki. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle House in my wife and kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. All right, we're back. What do you guys do when you have been like overwhelmingly depressed about something, whether it's like, whether it's a physical thing you see about yourself, whether it's something you... You some critique you get back on your work or like you just realize all of a sudden like what you thought was not what it seems you get cheated on like like where your reality is like not what you thought it was what do you do I enter into a fugue state where I endlessly work to try to change what happened that's not a healthy way to respond useful but I think it's sometimes it is for work and stuff if I get like bad notes on a script or something then I will I will sit in a chair for two straight weeks trying to learn why I was inadequate and fix it. And then usually I come out. your ass gets flat from sitting in the chair. And you got to fix that. It gets wide, getting wide. Usually I come out on the other side with with something better. Um, Same same thing happened when I got cheated on. You know, I I decided, well, I I went and tried to figure out why, which that doesn't work. But then I went and I went on a million dates. And that's usually, I usually some, for some reason, falsely believe that I have the power to change my position. And sometimes mm. that's wrong. And you're just punching a wall or hitting your head against a wall that will never uh, give. And sometimes it works and you actually <sighs> do mold the universe into how you want it. But most of the time, no. That's not no. a bad idea. Well, I was talking to Chris last night about, um, he was, we were talking about sports. We'll get into that in a second. We were watching football and he was, he was kind of reliving his like days of when he was a budding athlete. And he's, he wishes that someone, he wishes he would have worked harder at football 
in high school and trained off the field and outside of practices to become even better. But he said something to me that I really, it really resonated with me, which is when you're young, you don't think that hard work is going to change anything. You like, you know about hard work, you hear about it, but you kind of just feel, and we talked about this before that you either got it or you don't. And that Mm. hard work, like when you're in high school, you're just like, I don't know. I'll just like, I'm not going to like persevere past this block. It seems block. impossible. Yeah. You need me. like a really mean Any. father to push you to do that or like a coach. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you can't do it on your own, but like, I think as adults, I, I just have a better idea of that now that I can, I can do anything except, you know, be president or fly, but like I can do <laughs> or understand football. I can, or understand, um, uh, the, the what is going on in the movie, the big short. We'll also get to that in a second. <laughs> Um, I can do pretty much anything if I, if I, if I try hard enough. And, um, yeah, I think that that is exactly what I decided to do about this. I was like, okay, my body is not what I want it to be right now. What, what can I do? And so I'm like, okay, without like killing myself, I'm just being more mindful and I'm just like being more, um, uh, you know, disciplined. I guess is the word and like feeling like I'm going to, and now that I live with Chris, it's kind of nice because before when I would like eat better or get on an exercise regimen, there's like no one to see it, you know? And like I do everything for like a, for someone going like, you're actually doing good. You know, like that's, I don't do everything for that, but like it really helps to have someone go, wow, you're like putting in the work. You're actually Mm. doing it. And so I think it like, it helps to live with someone for that regard and it's been one day of doing things extra <laughs> but isn't also that why people that. post instagram stories of like look at me i'm working yeah. out oh, here i lost this weight it helps and i know people don't yes. hate you as much yeah. if you just show up with a glow up yeah i don't mind <laughs> if you post stuff about working out i've been clear about this before but don't pretend like you're trying to motivate me oh with yeah that shit. No. yeah right. that's why i call business. bullshit if you can say hey i want to post this because i'm proud of myself go for it yeah that's the reason. That's why you're doing it anyway. I'm proud of myself. I want attention for this. Yes. But don't try to trick me into being like, you can do this too. You don't want yeah, me to good. do it because it's you are your... trying to be hotter yeah. than me. And you don't want me doing that too. You uh, post like, I just, maybe you do videos 1% on of the do. Nikki Glaser podcast, Instagram of you playing guitar because you want to improve playing in front of people. And then that's a good yeah. way to do it. I kind of want to do it that is, too with with piano, but I haven't yet uh, built up the courage. Go live! You can go live on Nikki Glaser Pod anytime you want to practice your instrument. It's oh, like that's a go. safe space to yeah. go. You can safe always space. go in there because it's always people that are going to be encouraging. They know what they're getting into. Yeah. I that's what I do sometimes. In case you didn't know, on the Nikki Glaser Pod Instagram, I go live and I just play guitar and sing, and I say countless times, "I don't think I'm good. This isn't for entertainment. This is for you to." be witness to me practicing because it's the only way I can ever practice is like if therapy. someone is like, yeah. You need witness and, um, to struggle. And people have been encouraged to pick up guitar or pick up singing or do something that they didn't, you know, that they think they're too old to do. So I have encouraged people. Is that why I'm doing it? No, it's not. Cause I'm being honest with you. I'm not about like, there are some things in my life that I do that are meant to like help others and make it. So girls have an easier time in life and, and young boys. I think my standup is more motivated by like, I want people to have information that I didn't have back then, but am I, I playing guitar to inspire others? Fuck no. I'm doing <laughs> it like, so I can get good. I like this thing you're bringing up. It's really like activating my brain a lot about like, what do you guys do when you're traumatized? How do you make yeah. it through? 
because I think that helps people too. Uh, just to hear that other people, even successful celebrities, can have these. Like, I would love to hear That's Emily Ratajkowski talk about, like, has she had a dressing room moment? I had this, and I'm a very, very <sighs> thin woman. I had this a year ago. I remember the day I was in Baja, California, in a hotel, with different lighting, bright sun. You were sun. to Baja Fresh <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> On your break. Um, yeah. yeah. It's After a, refilling the salsa day. bar. <laughs> uh, but the light caught my, I was in a, a bikini and the light caught me and, and I was in a new mirror, new room. I was just like, what? This cannot be right. And I, it was a huge mirror and the sun, it was like morning, bright, bright sun. And I just couldn't believe my eyes. It was cellulite from my like from my everywhere, like all over my stomach, all the way down my leg. And I was just kind of marveling at first, like, wow, this is incredible. And then the breeze started going and like, it was, there was like a breeze my- in the dressing room? <laughs> I was in my hotel room. And then oh, okay. I, I started like moving my skin around and I was shocked mm. at the lack of muscle tone. And I was just like, my leg is flapping in the wind like a flag. <laughs> and I was so triggered. It really looked I, like that. It looked like just yeah, fabric. I'm never yeah. looking in a mirror ever again if you guys we feel shouldn't this way. Do you want to know my process though? Yeah, what out did you of do? This? Yeah. So did you fold is, it up and give it to a father <laughs> <better laughs> family? <laughs> I never let <laughs> it touch the ground. <laughs> um, I I did what I would okay, here's how I've grown. Cause in the past I would just like skip right to action. Like, what do I do to fix this? But Mm. what I think is really helpful is like, sit with the feelings. Do not take a shortcut around to action because action should be like step three. The first thing I did was just be like, wow, okay, I'm just going to sit with all the feelings I'm having. Anything it can be like, this is disgusting. I don't accept myself. I can't believe I'm aging this way. Holy shit. And then like the most important thing for me to realize is my eyes are not accurately seeing shit. Also, this is a two-dimensional thing. This is not in four dimensions. The, so whatever I'm seeing right now is Those actually ass not were totally three D, baby. <laughs> but maybe three D. I don't. I don't know what D. But we <laughs> yeah. know nothing. But it's not accurate. Like I cannot be a, a good, tried and true, trusted resource. How true is that? Because anytime I see my friends think they look like shit. I mean, there's sometimes where I you're go, like, yeah, you yeah, do. you're kind of spot on. There's <laughs> sometimes where you just go, when yeah, I can see what you're saying. But I. I would say 90% of the time I don't see what they're talking Never. about and not in a way that's like I love you and I only see you in a beautiful way I truly can't grasp what they're yeah. fucking saying I think and y'all so are t- fully and completely tripping all yeah. the time I'm well, like oh, we, okay. we is Anya you have a good point like your eyes are fucking we just see ourselves so differently that's the other thing is that your eye like you are in your own head and so you don't get to see yourself like everyone else in the world sees you and then to double down on that when you look into a mirror it's a reflection of you it's not even what people see in real life yes yeah yeah, That's so, so you have weird. to like in cognitive therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. They do this. You guys know all about this. You you work through stuff. You say your feeling. You rate the feeling. Then you like how what percent of this feeling is accurate and true, and mm-hmm. then you list all the facts. And then what percent is not true, and then list all the evidence there. And then you have more balanced thoughts. So I try to get to a more balanced place in this triggered state of like I am disgusting. This is an emergency. And then yeah, that was what was happening to me. I was yeah. code red. Yeah, I was. 
This is the thought that I had that was funny that I want to share that I promise you is not how I really feel, but it was in the moment. (laughs) I wanted to kill myself, okay? I wanted to jump off a bridge. Not really, because that's not how I would go if I ever did it. I said on Andrew Tantino's podcast recently, I was like, I have suicidal thoughts. We were talking about it because that's what I talk about on every podcast that I guess on. (laughs) And and he goes, how would you do it? And I go, I don't want to ruin the surprise. (laughs) And people people said, I was really sad for you until you said that. It made me laugh. So, um, but I would never jump off a bridge. But there was like something in me that was just like, I need to end this right now. And then I go, but I don't want to because then someone has to do an autopsy and they'll see me naked. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to be embarrassed in front of like a hot coroner. (laughs) I really was. I was like picturing them like lifting up the thing and being like, yeah. (laughs) And like being like, your ass is There's severe dimpling on her ass. So like they'll think it's from the gravel. flat from hitting the grass. So you're actually off the hook. You got to put that in your suicide note that you, you request an ugly coroner. And be like, my yes. ass there was are no very hot luscious before I jumped. Really? <laughs> Did, I re- recently watched on Theo's podcast. It's so interesting. He interviewed a coroner. And that's why that, that word I is in was my not lexicon. Hot. He wasn't hot, but he was cool. There was like a hotness to him because he was like so empathetic and like sweet. Did you watch it, Noah? Or like I see saw a clip it. or anything? Yeah, yeah. I saw it was really it. good. Uh, that was a really interesting thing. I forget what uh, I gleaned from it, but I just... Oh, uh, I wanted to share an interesting fact. Oh, yeah, about death. I went out, I went out with my girlfriend, uh, Paloma, yesterday, and she's doing a program to become a death doula or like a oh. death midwife. Wow. And um, this program that she's uh, going through encourages people to uh, not go through the embalming process. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how like before the Civil War, uh, every household had a death room where you would hold funerals and where you would keep the dead. Mm-hmm. And after the Civil War, when all, you know, like the soldiers were getting killed, the, the families wanted to bury the the bodies in their home state or whatever, and it took a while to transport. That's when they started doing embalming. Also, embalming is not a law. It's just a suggestion right now. Um, hmm. What is it? Covering you with wax? It's like formaldehyde, right? It's formaldehyde. Oh, it's, it's, it's injecting. <laughs> such an idiot. <laughs> you thought they were like, it's a shellac. No. I thought they just covered they you with you. wax. Why does embalming sound like waxing? Because it's just a balm. balm. Yeah. Like a lip balm. Yeah. <laughs> Put the bomb so on Jerry. just cover you with bird yeah, bees. <laughs> so your skin That's doesn't nice get dry. Yeah, you get like Vaseline. Bees would be yeah. expensive. <laughs> okay, so it's just a suggestion. So, you shouldn't do it. Okay, so, um, no, it's you know choice, but um, and, and uh, part of your death planning. And um, after the Civil War, those death rooms turned into the living room. Oh. That's where we get living room from. Oh. Would you bleed my. out in the living room? Before? Because after they'd be embalmed, <laughs> like once they decided like that they didn't need to have a death room, they just were like, let's right. change it, just it into changed the opposite. The sitting room. It changed the funeral industry. And people started moving over to funeral homes where bodies would be embalmed and stuff like that. Oh, you is that, do that why the they house. call it the living room? Because it's the opposite of the dying room? Yeah, the death room. Yeah. Oh what? my god! Oh. And it's a room for the living. Oh, Louis C.K. is god. the funniest so joke about, do- about his this. grandmother, someone donating her body to science, and he was like, "What if you donated your body to science and you just like you were given to some student who got like an F, and they just write an F on your fucking head? <laughs> just rejection. <laughs> like like if the kid just fucks up. On- is that a Louis yes. bit, Brian? Yeah. I know you're encyclopedic about Louis, but that made me laugh so hard because oh. you think you're like giving your body to like research that's gonna like. So cure cancer, but it's just like some kid is like poking around and pr- like probably is hungover 
and just shows up yeah. and like just like, like scratches God. your eyeball with something and they're like nope that's wrong you've ruined this corpse and they're like f and just like throw you in this dumpster i got lost at um at the school and i found the morgue mm. not the morgue Ooh. but it said gross anatomy <laughs> and it was just like a basement i was looking for the bathroom and it was just that one room with like a big metal Disgusting door and i heard like anatomy. clanking in there <laughs> clinking Clanking of like metallic tools. Yeah, Taylor's a, a professor box. now. Woo, I like. Do they that call you segue. professor? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah. Oh my god, what are you teaching they again? Said professor McGraw, psychology. At where? I, don't I mean, you don't say. have to say. Okay, they are. Um, they're going to find me or not? Oh yeah, that's true. Um, didn't some, one of your students find you? Yeah. Oh, you messed up your eye. Oh, no. My eye makeup. Oh, oh no, no. Don't cry. You guys know I'm wearing makeup now. I'm a fraud. <laughs> Did um, you hear the thing about I, when uh, there was a controversy at least 10 years ago or something where a lot of the bodies being donated to science were being donated to the military? And then they were just using your body <gasps> to test weapons on to see how like a human, oh, bo- that's cool. how a human body would react to like getting shot by a bullet that explodes. Oh, God. They like Chernobyl mind. your body. They have to do that though. They have to do the right research and throw a body into like a better than that crashes animals. But the controversy was like, I'm going to donate my body to science. And they weren't telling the families that like, this is actually going to be shot by a tank. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like run over. That always right reminds tank. me, Taylor, of this. Oh my God, this comes full circle to like the joke that you told me about the Simpsons that you said was the funniest joke you'd ever heard in your life. I reminded you of it a couple years ago. Do you remember it? Uh, they like, they, they, no. they shot a dead body in a cannon. Noah, do you know this? You have, speaking of encyclopedic knowledge of uh, Simpsons, they okay, shoot like a grandma in a canyon and it said, a cannon, that's what I meant. Jaguar. And what does it say on the flag? Let her rip. Let her R.I.P. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's so funny. And that's let that's what they said rip. when they shot those people with cannons. That's a great um, epitaph. I, like, <laughs> I mean, let her let her rip. That's a great. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. That's a great one. I to want have on that your... on my grave. Okay. Can I say I'll... one more thing, Nikki, Nikki about you? No, the, please. The thing we were <laughs> talking about. Please, mommy, <laughs> please. Yes. The thing you were saying about trauma. Clearly, this is speaking to me a lot. But like how people get over breakups and stuff. Like Brian yeah. talking also about like you know beating Curling himself yourself out, like, into things. How can I never repeat this thing? What has helped me so much is advice you've given me and other people a lot, like with regard to having a trauma around a relationship or someone that like- Find a bridge. (laughs) Someone that like (laughs) cheats on you or can't love you the way you thought. And rather than like beating myself up for it and like figuring out how to never have that happen again, what helps a lot is just like the thing you say about, it's like hugging someone that doesn't have arms. You know, like they really can't help it. And it sounds so trite. You know, you can't tell someone that and believe it right after you found out someone cheated on you. Mm -hmm. But, um, but so often that is the thing. Like you really didn't deserve that particular trauma. And it is like, you just picked someone that can't give it back to you. And it might even have the, it's like the same thing with a job that goes badly. Like maybe it's just not a match. I'm going off. No, no, no. I think what I, I remember the person who gave me this for advice first was Rachel Feinstein. I was going, I like liked this guy so much and he just wouldn't like me back. And it was like, why not? We're perfect for each other. Like, 
you, I know you like me as like a friend. Why couldn't this be romantic? I know you're attracted to me. It just doesn't make sense. And she was like, he can't love you the way you want to be loved. And I'm like, why though? She goes, no, you're not hearing me. It's not that he can't love you. He can't love anyone. Like it's, you're asking for something he doesn't have to give. And people can sense that. It's you can be so hot, but they're they're probably like, oh, I just can tell they want more. People yeah. can sense it's it. It's like asking a fish to oh. ride a bicycle. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Or a fish with to hug what? His yes, fence? like they can just I, can't like do it. And like, <laughs> and like my <laughs> on a bicycle. I think that's what was so uncomfortable about like my body not being what I wanted it to be was that for in order for I think we just want immediate. We want to take action. We want things to change instantly. Someone's mad at me. Stop being mad at me right yeah. now. Um, you're cheating on me. Apologize and make everything better and say you won't do it again. And sometimes you just don't get that immediate thing that you want so much. I mean, I know every bestie is like thinking about something. I hope that you're thinking of something in your life that you're like, yes, I just want this to be like relieved now. Like, why can't you just give me what I want? And when you're dealing with your body stuff, like it's just, it's impossible to have a quick fix. There isn't one. Even if you were to get surgery, if you're, if you're to do Ozempic, those are still things that are going to take weeks like i will not i can't fix this right now and that's so frustrating that i just had to go see oppenheimer when really i wanted to go do a uh, i wanted to go run 20 miles like i just wanted to get and, and i had to go to dinner that night and like i'm like i have to eat an, a, yes. a meal soon and like this is what got me here is eating and i have meals that i have to go eat like i can't not eat the rest of my life and like that is really frustrating that you just have to keep living your life when there is something that seems like so desperately uh, in need of change. But then you just think about like, I just had to go back to like, I'm so happy I have arms. I'm so happy I have an ass that is like bigger than I want it to be. It's better than having no ass, which I had for a really long time. It was hard to sit on and really hurt a lot. And, you know, like, or whatever it is. Like, I just, I just, um, all I know is that what helps me is that I was a weight that I liked not so long ago. and. If it took me this long to get here, it'll take me that long to get back to that. Like, I don't have to do anything crazy. I didn't do anything crazy to get here. My, I just ate a little bit too much here and there, but it wasn't, I haven't gone nuts. And maybe you're someone who has gone nuts and who is like, well, I've never been the weight, the weight that I want to be. Um, I don't know what to say to you, but <laughs> for me, I don't, I don't have a solution there, but I think the solution is just, it is truly just accepting the moment and just being like, and, and going back to a thing that I said years ago in this podcast, which is like, I don't want my ass to look like this. I would have never chosen this. It's not my fault. And I could say it's my fault because I overate. I was a lazy ass. I didn't work out. But if I could have, I would have. And I didn't. And it's not like, I'm not a bad person because my ass looks like this. I'm not, you know, I was talking to my therapist yesterday and I was lamenting this stuff. And I'm like, to me, it equals lazy. And to me, laziness triggers everything that my dad didn't like about me as a kid or my my mom as a, as a kid. My, like, my dad's a go-getter, always wants to be like, let's go on for a bike ride. Let's go Let's go down to the creek. Let's go do this. Let's go uh, pick up pine cones. Come like, on, he's you like, punks. Let's come go on, canoeing. Come on, you punks. Yeah, let's go do anything. And if we didn't want to do something, if we would have preferred to stay in and watch TV, we were lazy. And it was kind of like this... No shame on my dad because that's just the way he is. He was kind of like disgusted with us. Like, the, how are you even my kids? Like, you just want to stay inside? Like, that's such a, a waste of life. So I have this like association with being lazy as being a wasteful person, a bad person. And then to me, having a fat ass equals you weren't active you were sitting on the couch eating too much equals you're a bad person. You chose to do this, but I didn't. 
I didn't choose to have this ass. If anything, <laughs> I'm very upset about it. So if you don't like what you have, just go back to the reasoning of like, you didn't do anything to do. You're not a bad person because you have it because no one would choose to have something on themselves that they don't like. It just is the hand you were dealt. And did it help that my boyfriend then wanted to go into AG jeans that is now has a whole section that's by M. Rata and M. Rata's fucking abs and her dumb little ass that is literally the size of my forearm is uh, her waist is so fucking tiny and it's everywhere on these posters. And I was just like fucking furious because she doesn't she has her own struggles, but she doesn't. She was just born with that body. She didn't do anything different than you. She doesn't work out more than you do. She does like she doesn't. She's just born that way. Just also like a great tip way. for being traumatized in in these moments in a rest, uh, tr- fitting room or at home is get away from the mirror. Go put on something comfortable. Those two things have saved my life so many times. That day that I was in the bikini in front of the man, like yeah. Get away from this fucking mirror. You've spent 20 minutes just being like, oh my God, what about this angle? Oh my yeah, God, what about this angle? I don't have angle? a problem with like, I don't dig into it. I yeah, see just it and then I leave. And get out of the bikini and put on something comfortable because there's nothing worse than having like super tight pants on where you're like, I can't believe these don't fit. And then you're in them for hours, just like these fucking pants, my fucking body. It's just. Do you do the thing though, where, I mean, we all do it, where you look at someone who has the body you want or has the job you want and you just go like, how could they ever complain about anything when their body looks like that? How could they? And they're, they're squandering they're like, it. What, what would I get mad at them? Well, oh, you get like you think they're just—they're not even appreciating. Yeah, it. I'm like you don't even. Ugh, your pants just slide right on, isn't that great? <laughs> and then you slide out the door, and everything's fine. I'm like, yeah, like every bitch. time, if anything, yeah, they're always sliding. Yeah, there's they're sli- <laughs> they're sliding. Yeah, that <laughs> thing of like you've never put on pants and gone like. Oh, yeah, they're tight. Like, like oh, I know no, certain people not like that. Again. I yeah. can't put this. Oh, no, nothing fits. You've never done yeah, that. Ever. Yeah. When I see a and, dude and who's got a, like a, a famous person who's got a great bod, or at least I used to do this. Mm-hmm. I would just look up what their workout is. Like I did the Hugh Jackman workout for a couple of years and I did the Chris <laughs> Evans Captain America workout. I wanted to be like, I can do what they do and look like that. And the Hugh Jackman workout actually did change my body. Really? Yeah. An action man. Yeah, now he has yeah, knives for be like fingers. Yeah, I have knives coming out my <laughs> knuckles now. It, it was actually um, surgery, not a workout. Did I say that? The Hugh Jackman <laughs> thing, it's, um, it reminds me of when, I probably have told this on the podcast before, but it's like a famous moment in Chris and I's relationship. Is that how you say Chris and I's? Chris, Chris and Chris and mine, my relationship. Um, we went to go see Avengers, one of the fucking... Move, X-Men movies. Is what? that X-Men no, Avengers? No, no, Avengers is Marvel. Uh, no, that's like... X-Men movies, Oh, you saw X-Men. We went to see X-Men. Okay. I'm so sorry to X-Men. everyone oh my God. who was offended by <laughs> I that. I can't believe... I, uh, truly. That canceled. is only something that someone <laughs> who apologize. truly doesn't know that stuff could say. Like, a person who knows... Like, if you're trying to come up with a joke... Anything about it. If you're it, trying to come yeah. up with a, a line of dialogue that someone who doesn't <laughs> know about this stuff would say, you wouldn't be able to do it that's unless it. you truly didn't know. Because that's so like yeah. mind bot. I wouldn't even think to say that. That would be like you saying, "I don't know that um, that Britney Spears was in Clueless." <laughs> like you just take two cultural <laughs> yeah. phenomenons from the '90s and you like put them. Or Britney together. wasn't you Destiny's think, like, Child. Taz was an X Men. Okay, yeah. that, right. That's how crazy it is. So yeah, I truly don't know about this stuff because, and Chris <laughs> always tells me when I don't know about things because I get 
I get annoyed that I don't know things. Like, I'm like, how do I not know the X-Men, Marvel, DC Why would differences? You? And he oh. says, because you don't care. And I'm like, I, but I... But I want to know, so don't, doesn't that equal caring? You want to know so anyway, everything. We went to go see, I do want to know everything. We went to Me go too. see X-Men years ago. And Hugh Jackman, there's a scene in the morning where he wakes, he gets out of bed. He's like in bed with a woman. He gets up in the morning and he like goes like, oh, and he like stretches. He's sitting up in bed. You'll know the scene if you know what I'm talking about. And his back looks, and I. <laughs> this isn't Logan. This is Logan. <laughs> Logan. Yeah. Okay. I accidentally gasped. <laughs> in admiration of it i just was like like i and but chris immediately heard it and goes did you just gasp and i'm like i'm <laughs> really sorry but i didn't mean to it wasn't the type of like because i i've talked about this on stage where there are certain guys and girls who will like say little things i'm sure you've dated some guys like this or i certainly anya and noah have dated guys like this or been women that do this when you're in a jealous situation in a relationship where you will make comments about celebrities in front of your partner because celebrities feel safe because it's like i'm not gonna date that person so mm. they're like safe to comment and be like god she looks good or oh my god he's so hot because you're like i'm not gonna actually meet him what are you jealous about john but you do it because you're trying to make yeah. your partner jealous it's like this passive aggressive way to it get away so with making them yeah. a je jealous that you're like well, I can't really ever be with them, but it's a shitty thing to do. I would never do that on purpose unless I was like a really bad version of myself, but I wasn't doing this on purpose. It was truly a, a gas deep from within me that it, <laughs> that's like where I was like, oh, I know I'm not gay. You know, like oh there's a moment like that that comes out of me where I'm like, you know, sometimes I question if I could, I'm probably like, tw I think 20% gay. And that confirmed the other 80% hardcore was that just came out of me. The huge um, jacked man. The huge jacked man. <laughs> um, and um, have you guys ever dated someone who's made like comments about celebrities or like just little things that you so go mad. are so, like are so annoying and you're like, oh, really? Yeah. You think she's had? Yeah, you well, think she cool, would ever really like original. you? Uh, everyone likes her. Duh. Anyone? No, I'm trying to think. I no? like someone who's intentionally cruel like that. Like, like no, they're but they're getting away with it. It's such it's such a good move. It's it's someone who's very smart about being a piece of shit because they have yeah, the excuse that it's just she's a beautiful woman. She's a model on TV. What am I not supposed to? No one should look like that. No one does look like that, babe. I wouldn't expect you, but they're just doing it to get at you a little bit. It's no, like, we you don't know any, they're good looking. So why even bother? Yeah, well, that, I have a joke about it, so I'm sorry to share my Djokovic about it, but uh, <laughs> didn't he just win the finals? Nah, um, yeah. uh, well, made up here's my Djokovic. Um, well, because this really happened to me. A guy, like, right after we had hooked up, was on his TikTok and was going through, and he saw J-Lo, and he goes, God, she's hot. And I was just like, kid. Yeah. And I, I called him out for it. I was like, that's really... I go it's irreversibly. What kid. I said was, can you not? And I'm really so apologize if you hear this in my act. And I'm not trying to tell the story to be like, give you a little trailer of coming to see me live. But this is a joke I do in my act. And I'll try to make it more conversational. We'll see you but, this weekend in Chicago and Peoria. yeah, Chicago. <laughs> yes. Um, <gasps> come get tickets. Peoria. It's going to be so exciting. Um, but I don't even know if I'll tell this joke on stage. I probably tell it one every 10 shows. But he, um, it, this is 100% true. I had just given him pleasure and to to <laughs> completion right and i'm cuddling afterwards with him and watching him on his phone and he pulls there j-lo comes up 
And he goes, God, she's hot. Like just under his breath, almost like I can't help it kind of thing. Like the way I did with Hugh Jackman. But I knew that it wasn't just involuntary. Like, sorry, I can't help it, babe. She's hot. A gasp is different than a sentence. First of all, even if it was a gasp, anything that comes from that place of like, man, she's hot. That's a horniness, right? Yeah. I had just... His horniness was inside me at that point. <laughs> if you have no semen in your balls anymore, you have nothing in you. Your body is not sending sig- signals to your brain to go to lust after women. <laughs> men who men who are listening, after you come, is there anything in you that would be so horny that you couldn't help but say, God, she's so hot? Literally a minute after you come? No. It was completely done to be to send a message to me, please, please leave. And you, I don't really like you that much. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I was like, can you please, I really did say this because I was trying to practice telling my feelings to men more than I usually do because my whole theory is that I, I don't know. I always think that if you tell men how you feel in a relationship and you're like, I don't like when you do this, they'll just leave you because they'll go, mm-hmm. well, that's the way I do it. What are, you, what are you doing? So I said to him, can you not say other women are hot when your semen is still in my upper digestive tract. <laughs> and that is literally what I said. And he la- and I said it in a jokey way. Even though I stood up for myself, I still was saying, like, I was still like, still I have going. cum in me. I suck your dick. I'm, I'm a little cum baby whore. Like, it was still like me being like, but remember, even dumpster. though I'm confronting you and a little bit mad, I'm still a little cum baby. I have pacifier. Cum, cum. And so he laughed. And then he truly said, no matter where my cum is, it's never going to change the fact that JLo is hot. <laughs> She's always going to be hot no matter where it is in the world. It's you never going to gonna be anywhere near her. Yes. It, well, it, he, 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 he had worked with her before. Oh. And so he was kind of, and he also told know. me that she was it's so possible. cool on set and was so nice. And it's me. so yeah. unnecessary though. It's like, this is who I am. If you want to date me, this is who I am. That's what he's doing. That's what all men, so many men do this in the beginning of dating. They just show you who they are so that you know, like, this Mm. is the shit. One of my friends was texting with a guy early on and it was just like, what are you up to? And he said something like, well, doing my favorite stuff. Like, saw my kids, did this and watched porn. And I'm like, he's just letting you know right now. So he so you don't have to you find can't get out. to mad at him later. Yeah. Right. That's so true. And yeah, this guy was telling me who I w- he was. And I, I left shortly after that and was just like, bye. Like I was, I was proud of myself for being like, bye and like slam the door. I mean, I pursued it for too long after that, but yeah, I mean, loud and clear. But he Won't still hasn't fucked J-Lo, has he? Probably not. No. No, no there's no fucking chance. No chance. Um, all right, we're going to go to break. We're going to come back after this. I want to talk about football, of all things. I'm so sorry <laughs> to the girl in the room that doesn't want to hear about football. <laughs> Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? 
Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girlbomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girlbomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girlbomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Okay, we're back. Um, last night was Monday night? Was yes. It? Is it mm-hmm. Monday? Yeah. <laughs> Shout never out forget. September 11th. Yes, yeah, so never forget September 11th. Happy um, today's 11th Thursday. to all the haters But today losers. is Thursday. Yes, today is September 14th. 14th. Yes. Um, but we are recording this on a Tuesday. So um, oh. yesterday was Monday Night Football. I I think everyone here would know and probably ever, all my listeners, I don't understand anything about football. I don't get it. It's confusing. I can't follow the ball. Everyone looks the same. It's too many players on the field. I can't, I don't understand literally anything about it. Um, Taylor, do you, can you follow a football game pretty well? It almost never even touches a foot, the ball. Well, there's kicking. <laughs> There's kicking. Oh, I never seen that. So I guess I don't know anything. <laughs> Do you oh, understand yeah, like the one thing. downs and Hell the yard no. lines and like line of scrimmage that, baby, and I'm like down. touchdowns this. and penalties? No. Taylor does not know. Okay. Anya I've never, know I've and never, I don't know. The only time I ever watched it was in high school. When, when you guys to. watch a football game, what and you try to understand it. Is is there anything that you understand? Like the first can't. part of that sentence, I can't relate to. <laughs> You've never tried to watch a football game. You've never been I mean, at somewhere where people are watching a football school. game. I was forced to to cheer for football players for a year of my life or a season. I was but that. I also was clueless about <laughs> yeah. Taylor and I were both on the pe- girls' pep but squad. We still we didn't watch because we were just. 
petting the boys and petting yeah. our faces and yeah. just like leading cheers and arranging the boys to spell penis with their chests. <laughs> oh right, yeah, because it was pioneers. Pioneer, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. That's I still have funny. that picture. That's so good. Find them and send it to them. Um, okay. But okay, Brian, yes. last night I was watching with Chris and Brian likes football and I was kind of inspired because last weekend, last week we went to Brian's house, me and Chris in, in um, LA at his apartment, his lovely apartment with his lovely wife and his adorable dog, um, Allie and Jack. And we watched Thursday Night Football. Yeah, well, it was, yes. yeah, it was NFL it kickoff. Was the, it was the first game of the season. It was NFL kickoff. Yeah. Is it like and, every night? It's like Monday. every night. No, no, it's Monday, famously not Tuesday. every night. I mean, yeah, they, it is increasing <laughs> in days just to make money, but it is the big day is on Sunday, and then there's Monday okay. night football, and then there's now they added Thursday night football, which people aren't happy about. The players aren't happy about. But how about. do they differ? Why are the why are the players not happy? Because it's too short of a rest week, and more people tend to get injured on Thursday night because it's they don't they only have four days to rest between a Sunday game and a Thursday game. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Tell okay me about it. So, um, we're watching football. So I was inspired by Allie, who is Brian's wife, who like understands football is like passionate about it. Like they're both excited to watch it together. And I'm like, man, I have a boyfriend who's just as passionate about football as Brian is. It would be nice if like he had an Allie in his life that could like understand it and like follow along with him. And we, he had it on, on, um, I guess Sunday night and I was, I just don't like Chris Collingsworth's voice. It just sounds like <laughs> in the back of his throat. Like I just don't like how it sounds, and it's just like it's like he always has like a bubble in his throat. Is it and from it bugs being me. buff Ooh. and the, like a thick neck from being a football buff man? I don't know. Was was he? He? I'm guessing he was a football player, Brian. Yeah, Chris yeah, he was a football player. It just always sounds Sometimes like he's like, like, yeah, like I can't do it a good impression because it just hurts my throat. But it, it, his voice doesn't. It's almost comical that it bothers me. It doesn't really bother me that much. But I love Joe Buck. Love, love, love Joe Buck. He does Monday wow, Night Football. That is a controversial statement. He's. Well, you know what? It shouldn't be because I know Bu Joe Buck personally and he is one of the greatest people I've ever met. He is a friend of mine. He is a true friend. He is a good person. He is so funny. He's one of the funniest people <laughs> outside of comedy that I've ever met. I originally became a fan of his because I had no idea who he was. I Are knew he was like sports related. There's no. like a lot, an older Jack Joe Buck, Buck with his dad. Okay. Was his dad mm -hmm. that did Cardinals um, announcing. But Joe does baseball and football and I'm sure other stuff. But I first heard Joe Buck on Howard Stern show and he was doing um, the commentate, like the commentating for um, JD, one of these people on the show eating a cheesesteak or something. And it was just so funny that he was doing the play by play of this guy, this sloppy guy, like eating food. And I thought it was so funny. And I was like, this is the first time I've ever been like interested in anything sports related was this Joe Buck guy. <laughs> he also um, was getting a hair transplant and had um, was getting when during the hair transplant, they gave him like a tube down his throat for the anesthesia during the process. And it damaged his vocal cords in such a way that he couldn't speak afterwards. Like he lost his whole voice and he is a commentator. Like he's oh. that his voice is him. And so he had to go get vocal cord surgery. He was actually the one that sent me to my vocal cord surgeon, the best in the nation who's done Adele, who's done John Mayer, who's done, uh, you know, uh, that one guy that sings, stop it off, stop, stop it off, stop. Um, <laughs> Sam Smith. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that song. Um, anyway, he's become such a good friend of mine. I love him so much. So last night I woke up from a nap at like 7.30 and I walk out in the kitchen and Chris is watching football and I go, 
is that Joe Buck? Because like his voice just is like a it soothing is a very blanket soothing to me. Voice. I fucking love him. Uh, is he Cardinals? Uh, um, he does the Cardinals, but he does like I love nah. a Cardinals guy. One of them. Really? Yeah. yeah. I listen oh. to it in the car. He has. He's just the best guy. I just love him so much that you know when you just like hear someone you like love and you're just like my friend is like doing this. J- the thing that is watched by the most people, my friend is his voice is talking the whole time, and so that made me kind of want to get involved because I'm like I'll watch anything Joe Buck does, and so I was like Chris, will you explain football to me? I know <laughs> we've tried this before. Let's do it again. And so he got out of. He pulled up on his iPad like a picture of the football field and we talked about downs and he ran a fake game to be like okay so what down would it be and with it would be blank and blank and I'd be like okay it's second and three okay now they got a penalty so they lost five yards now they're and I would be like okay now it's third and two <coughs> and so I think I got it I think I understand uh, okay the what's basics. first and ten <coughs> that means it's the first down and you gotta get ten yards yeah, oh. the thi- to is get it to first get first down. in ten or first and, and- okay, for I'm any sport. If you want to understand any sport, just like anything, you need the proper motivation. And the only motivation there's two ways you can motivate Joe Buck. Sex, there's two ways you can penis. motivate yourself properly for a sport, and that is pick a team that you like and root for them because then you'll be invested Ooh. in knowing the rules because you want them to win. If the ref fucks okay. up. And fucks your team, you'll be like, you didn't know the fucking rule, ref. You know? Yeah. That's what I told Chris. I want to be someone that goes like, oh, fuck. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want to be able to be at a Buffalo Wild Wings and go, that's fun. I want to do it on, because I can do it, but I'm always a second behind everyone else because I want to make sure that I'm doing it on the right time. I've done it the wrong time. Right? It sucks when you do it for the wrong team. So I want to be able to, and then I was also motivated by, I saw, I sent it to Noah and Anya. A clip of a bunch of famous people watching tennis. Uh huh. It was like Cara Delevingne and like Nicole Kidman and they're and Mindy Kaling and they're Amanda Seyfried and they're going back and forth watching and they they all like at the same time were like oh and uh, like tennis is easier to understand like when it's like oh but there's like lots of little rules in there where it's like the ball can maybe go on the line and that's okay I don't know any of that stuff and I was like if these bitches can understand this I gotta get in on this like there's gotta be something fun about this I want in so Brian um the thing that I'm a little confounded about yeah. though is I don't care about learning the positions like I don't care about learning wide receiver I don't care about learning um you know uh def- the defensive line sure. the um wow. uh, I don't care about the I don't care about that those certain positions um what is the position of the guy what's the guy that is the quarterback and then he tosses it to the that running guy running back the running back. Uh, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I also Turns don't out. understand why. Why do they do that where they have to toss it through their legs? What a dumb little gay rule. <laughs> and I, I mean gay in the sense that it's men who have sex with each other. I, I don't understand. When they're not in the shotgun, the quarterback literally it, has to stick his fingers in the uh, center's grundle. It has to be as close I know. What up do they there. do? What is it called what when they do that? Grundle. When they get right under? Chris told me. Grundle. The running back comes and he's just like sitting right the under his ass. The quarterback is sitting right under the center's ass, waiting for the hike. Yes, that's right. It's just a yes. snap. What is that called? There's a snap, a hike. Oh, I don't. Yeah. It's what? What is the point of po- tossing it through your legs? Do we know? Is there any point to it? Is it just like, well, what's the point okay, to anything, Okay, well, if I was going to get into the history of it, then at, there's a lineman that needs to protect the quarterback. And you could just hand the ball 
to the quarterback so that he has the ball, but then he would get hit immediately because there's no one protecting him. So there has to be a you need that time. There has to be a big giant guy who's standing up where the ball is, and he has to throw it back to the guy behind him that really needs to have the ball, so that the big giant guy can protect the guy who needs the ball from the other okay, big guys thank trying you. to attack. This is him. helpful. Yeah. I just want things to make sense. And a lot of things don't like Chris was talking to me about like, it's if they're, if anything, but their hands touch the ground, it means that it's a fumble. And I was like, well, what if they're, why wouldn't their hands? Why? So why wouldn't you always just lay? I couldn't understand the hand thing. He's like, because your hand can be used to like propel. You, you could still be going with your hand on all fours. Like that little horse girl. <laughs> I don't know. It's what I don't understand. What horse girl? It, if you understand all of, Oh, you've never seen the girl that runs on all fours, like a horse. Oh no. Taylor, you know, I want to see, I it. know you're off the grid and you just have a flip bone. There's so many fucking girl. crazy things happening on. You've Anya never seen it either. Seen it? Yeah. The girl yeah, that can run like a horse on all fours. Have you seen it? Brian? No. Is it sexy? Oh my God. I'll pull it up for you okay, guys later. Sorry. I'm not trying but to derail football or anything. Um, she's like probably in her te- late teens. Okay. Yeah. Um, I but she jumps over things too, like a horse. That's, like she'll jump oh, over those like little fences. You just made a horse sound. <laughs> did she eat apples? <laughs> you neighed. Uh, you did neigh. That's the next generation. You're all trying to be little animals. <laughs> but Brian, can I ask you this and we'll close up this t- talk. Um, final thought, Brian, did someone sit you down and tell you these rules? Because I don't know how people, I even asked Chris last night, I go, do you think Allie, like someone sat her down with an iPad or like drew a, a football It's just court from watching. Field? Well, for, for you, me, it's I played. I could watch it a thousand years and not understand it. I played it. football video game, Madden. And so you learn the rules that way. You learn all the players that way. But then also you just sit down, you watch, you root for your team. And now I gamble. So then I know everything about everybody. All those things combined over the course of, you have to understand, over the course of, what's it now, like 20 years, 25 years I've been watching this. So, of course, some of that's going to sink in over that amount of time, no matter what. Is there anything that, do you remember, though, times in your formative years where I just feel like... Yeah, maybe other bros. Everyone is just born with everything about football in their head already. Like, do you remember being like, (laughs) well, dad, why did he just get that? Why are they now going to the side of the thing? And why is the clock still running when there's no action going? Like, questions like that that have confounded me. Why does the clock keep going when when there's nothing going on? That is confounding. When the players are all walking around like they're socializing Well, that rule keeps changing, and so I, I relate to your confoundedness. Like, why is the clock running I'm always now? like, stop. The guy that runs the clock is sleeping. And then to make things always, even but, more complicated, in college football, the rules are different. So if you're watching a college no. football game, it's like, well, now the clock doesn't stop. That's enough. Yeah. But no, I do I'm have... so I, I do. There's exciting things that happened in football over this weekend that were not game-related that I think you'd okay, be interested me. in. So to start off, this weekend, I'm going to Dallas because every year, my high school friends go to an, a Jets away game somewhere in the country so they can go to all the different stadiums and see their favorite team, the New York Jets, play against another team in an away stadium. This year, they're going mm-hmm. to Dallas to see the Cowboys play the Jets. And so I'm going this weekend. Oh, at NRG Field? Um, I guess so. Is that what it is? <gasps> is that from Taylor Swift knowledge? I don't know. I've, I've, seen, I've been to all these football stadiums now because of Taylor Swift. But yeah. But yeah, so we're going, we're going to the Dallas Cowboys stadium this weekend to see. The, now, the big thing about the Jets is that they got a brand new quarterback this year, Aaron Rodgers, mm. who is a Hall of Famer who <gasps> came He got injured who last came night. from the Packers. And the Jets have not won the Super Bowl since 1969. So if you're a Jets fan, this is like 
every year is just hell for you. You're just watching your team get dominated. And this year mm. was the first year ever that they had a quarterback that could potentially take them to the Super Bowl. And everyone and was excited and it was all built up. That's not the story, though. So, okay. So, as you may have seen, uh, last night, Monday Night Football, three plays into Aaron Rodgers' tenure as a New York Jet, he tears his Achilles and he's out oh, for the season. What? Yes. I didn't know that. He tore his That'll Achilles. He's out for the season. All the Jets fans. Oh my God. They, they spent uh, $25 million in cap space on this guy and three <gasps> plays. He's done for the season. His career is most likely over now. And this was the oh, only hope. Because he was old already. He was Just 39. Just because of an Achilles tear? Just because. Oh, Achilles is a giant, giant does it take uh, to fix? tendon. For an Achilles tear. Dude, you it can't wraps. move it. He is. Well, yeah, you, he's out at least for m three he's months. He's out for the year for sure. And then he probably will. There's football players who get Achilles tears and they can never come back and play again. Because not only does it take a, it's a devastating Christ, injury, so but also. And he wasn't even the only guy who tore his Achilles this weekend. A running back also did it too. What? Usually if you tear your Achilles. You cannot come back and play to the. You remember on Pet Cemetery when the kid like cuts the guy's Achilles oh, yes. on the stairs and he just goes. Ugh. It's a devastating okay. injury. Usually you can't. It's awful. Usually you can't. Can the team get their money back or at least to store credit? No. Well, why do you want the team? Like the player should get money. I mean, he he played. He still tore his Achilles. You know, you got to give the the. But they spent all this money on him acquiring. Yeah, there's him, not right? insurance for that. Yeah, but that's like take. <laughs> oh, that's like saying point. that's like take that's taking away money from the worker. The, the Aaron Rodgers is the guy doing the work. He put his body on the line. He tore his Achilles on the job. Yeah, yeah. he should True. still keep the yeah. money. But so why am I feeling mm -hmm. for the big guy? I don't think you're feeling for them. You're just thinking logically. Like if you spent something on something yeah. and it got injured, we want some emotion to go yeah. into this. If I bought an some Aaron Rodgers and energy, yeah. Okay. So this guy's hurt. The Jets fans are devastated. And now on top of that, personally, I've got to fly to Dallas to watch some backup quarterback get trounced <laughs> by the Cowboys. Oh, this God. is going to suck. But here's the really interesting thing. There's controversy okay. because what? the Jets, which I also share the same stadium with the Giants. Okay, it's the same stadium. Mm. They just switch off. They're Gillette Field or something? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. See, this is where you well, could come in handy watching the game. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. You're, oh, that's Gihaw <laughs> Field. Oh, they're Gillette. Yeah. You know, like, how the distance <laughs> and, like, all the treachery <laughs> Listen, that could befall the I just players. know that's where Taylor Swift Taylor starts delicate. <laughs> Listen, I don't know <laughs> who's winning the game right now. They're snapping I off just know they're from on the Gillette blank field. space. <laughs> yeah, I just know everywhere she sings, and I can talk about plays that way. Okay, go on. Yeah, so not only do I have to watch the shitty game, but so on this field, the Jets and Giants share the field. It's MetLife, MetLife Stadium. And okay. the field, there's controversy because the field is made of turf. It's a turf field. And a lot of the time, <laughs> the you said that was a funny. lot of the time, the fields are made of Turns. grass, which are harder to maintain. <laughs> But people have been saying for years that this field is horrible to play on. It causes mm -hmm. injuries all the time. And the players have been begging for them to change this field from turf to grass. And uh, in fact, in 2026, the World Cup is coming to America. And for 2026, for the fucking soccer players who have demanded it for some reason, they are changing that field from turf to grass. Okay. They did it on purpose. It's a conspiracy. I believe so they it. all agree that the turf field is bad, but they mm. left it there and they're okay. changing it for the soccer players. Three hours before the game started, 
This guy on Twitter, three hours, bef- many hours before the game started. Sorry, Brian, yes. the, it was the Monday night game played on this yes, field? Yes, the Monday night game was played on this turf field. Okay, thank you. Everyone's thank you, like, this is bad for the players. And then it was raining outside. How many fields are turf in in, in football? I can't answer that, but they are slow. Like Detroit's field changed recently. They are trying to change out the fields to not be turf anymore. It's crazy that they would each have different. I know that tennis yeah, can play what? on different kinds of courts, but like, why not keep it consistent? That's insane. Home field advantage. Some, some NFL teams grow, are indoors maybe. and some are outdoors. And like, if it's snowing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a cold night at Lambeau. That's, yeah. Is that a Taylor Swift <laughs> well, Whenever thing? I would wear this, to, to, to Chris would make fun of me because when we used to do shoots outside for not safe, I would wear this gigantic long down jacket that goes all the way down to my ankles, like black down. And whenever I wear it, he'd say, it's a cold night in Lambo. Because <laughs> I guess I looked like, I guess they wear those jackets down to their legs. Is that down to their ankles? Uh, yeah, sometimes they do do that, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's how I know it's a cold night you at Lambo. You know a lot. <laughs> Again, another field I know. Okay, go on, Brian. So it's, it's so the conspiracy on on Twitter, three hours before the game on Twitter. Three hours before this random guy, random guy, okay. whose uh, name happens to be at Daddy Zaslov, and his Twitter name is David Zaslov, which is just like supposed to be funny. Wait, Daddy Zaslov is what Tim Dillon calls uh, Yeah, Zaslav. so maybe he's a Tim Dillon fan. I'm sure he this is. This guy tweets out, I quote, Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles on a rain-drenched MetLife turf in two and a half hours. See? Stop. Yes. What? I, it's a conspiracy. I knew it. I can smell a conspiracy. He tweeted that. How? And then two and a half they hours later. to take a fall. Three, well, that would be, why would they do, why would that be a conspiracy? Like, that would be horrible for the game. It's horrible for the NFL. It's horrible. They paid him to take him off. Why? Why? Because That's bad for the game. That's bad for because money. Because a rich person bet on it. Is this guy, no. yeah, what do you think it is, Bri? This guy, I think he knew about the turf. And that it was that, and he was just predicting. He was just taking a shot, taking at, a shot yeah. out of all the millions of people who tweeted about the game. He just happened to be correct. But what I don't understand is, you look at that same Twitter account today, and for some reason, that guy's Twitter account has been banned. No duh, because it's conspiracy. That tweet has been deleted, and he's been That's banned. Insane. Why? <gasps> no one wow. knows because because I don't know. And by the way, this is we're all talking about X now, right? Twitter yes. is not the way yeah, it is anymore. X. It's not Twitter anymore. It's called X. But it's weird that he I said know. in two oh, and a half hours. Was he exactly right on the well, time? Well, that's when the game started. So pretty close. And it happened right then? I mean, it happened started about three minutes first. into the game. Don't you think that's also a great guess? Yes, that's why this tweet has <laughs> got like, like viewed millions of I think times. There's probably lots of ones that lots of people probably made tweets like that that this did one not was exactly right specific. aaron Rodgers is going to tear his achilles he said the exact injury he knew Weird. before wow. and then, but then it was banned but does he have a weak achilles does he have history of any no, kind of achilles no, issues not at all maybe he didn't really tear his achilles and it's all part of the plot <laughs> what is the plot for okay, so there is a Q. i don't know i don't even know what football <laughs> is People on the internet do. <laughs> i'm trying to be interested there is a dumb <laughs> conspiracy theory online that that the NFL is scripted which is totally wrong but like people do say that oh yeah I believe it a scripted it's scripted like the WWE yeah yeah. Are you guys going to watch the MTV movie or music awards tonight is there any interest there because I am so excited about it 
I don't because have Taylor TV. might Should be I there. It? I'm watching t- MTV <gasps> Music Awards because there's just rumors she might be there. And where are these rumors? On Twitter. Or I mean, not on, uh, sorry, not on X. They're on Reddit, just in the Taylor Swift sub. There's no way she's actually going to go. Do you know, I was thinking there's probably a million people that are going to watch this just for the off chance she does show up. Does she not go anywhere? She's nominated question. for 11 awards. Yeah. Is she never it, shows Will, will uh, Nicki Minaj be at the VMAs? I don't think she was listed when I saw the rundown, but I, I could okay. be wrong about that. Why? Because Daddy Zaslav just tweeted that she's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a rumor that they have a collab going. <gasps> oh, so the Barb's shit. and the Swifties oh. are about to collide. Oh, interesting. Uh, the what? The Barb's? The Barb's. Is that her fan group? Yeah. Okay. I think the Selena's, um, Selena Gomez's uh, people, their group is called the Senators. Do you know why? (laughs) (laughs) It's a football team. I have no idea why. Oh, that's a really good Selena Gomez. (laughs) Is this a good one too? Have you been watching Only Murders season? No, that's really good, Anya. My God. I'm riding the elevator separately from you, both. <laughs> oh my God. Ooh, that made me have ASMR. I know. It is. Her voice is so soothing. Oh. It's pretty good. Um, okay. So I talked about, so I, I, fi- I think I fi- have a grasp on football. Chris is going to keep tutoring me. He got really into it. It was I really mean, fun, fun to have your boyfriend explain something to you. It would be like me getting to explain like, Taylor Swift stuff to yeah. him or like um, I'm trying to think of when oh. I explained something to him that really got me worked up but a lot of times I I like if you want to have a good time with your man ask them to explain something they care passionately about and let them like demonstrate it and get up and like draw diagrams and things <laughs> like that like I think he had a really good time with it and um, act really dumb and surprised. Like, oh my God, I, really? I, I was really dumb and surprised. But you have to get it at some point. Otherwise, it gets frustrating. Yeah. You have to yes. some degree No, I got understand. it. He was a proud of me. I can see yeah, you, you have now to do a at quiz. Buffalo Wild Wings being that girl. I can see it. I, I really do. Because I, I, listen, I'm a passionate person. I really love to care about things and root for things. And I've always felt my whole life that... The fact that I don't enjoy sports, there's something missing. Like there is something fun about root. Like even though it is fleeting, and I really would argue that most people can't even remember what happened in a game they really cared about four months ago that they were screaming about and like breaking things about. <laughs> that it just doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't wait to find something I love so much that I break shit. Like about what is it. Taylor? What is your thing that you care the most about? I recently. John I'm oh my I God, was going to so guess funny. that. We should all you guess. know that. I just got asked because I'm doing Ellie Kemper's podcast next week and it's called Born to Love and it's like we talk about things you love oh. on it. And so they asked my assistant like, or you know, they asked my people like, can Nikki give me? us a list of things that she loves? <laughs> Columbine. And oh. I, I, I said mm-hmm. Columbine and Taylor Swift. And yeah. so, and Ellie Kemper reading that made me so laugh to think about her getting an email being like, um, are she sure that she said uh, Columbine? Yeah, Just maybe being like very like Columbia okay, well, Music um, Club. I guess we can talk about that. You know, everyone loves different things. Like her just being very, <laughs> she's such a positive person. That's but um, I was um, struggling to come up with. So your, your passionate, most passionate thing is Jean Benet. Uh, yeah, murder, psychology stuff. When Casey insects. Anthony's verdict Casey was read, Anthony. were you like at Buffalo Wild? <laughs> I was like, screaming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can see a lot of good video clips of people. Do you like, remember the OJ verdict? <laughs> yeah, I do too. I was in sixth. I was in seventh grade. Yeah, no, sixth grade, and seventh, you were probably in seventh. Eight, yeah. yeah. 
I remember that was a big fucking day. Yeah. We were in gym class and we had the radio playing. They so we could all listen to sixth in. graders. Yeah. Oh to watch the OJ version. Because the insane. teachers had to. The and teachers there was no there. way yes, they could pretend I it was going to be yeah, helpful. Oh to my us. God. I remember all the black kids were happy and all the white kids were sad. I was happy. Because we went to school. Like we we had a, a lot of uh, kids from half. yes uh, the city. And also, you know, from the county, but mostly from the city. And I remember just how divided it was. And it was not, it was, t- it was such a, f- man, the, the, do you remember the ESPN OJ documentary? Did you ever see that? Uh, probably. Oh, I don't know if it's so ESPN. good. When that, when there was an OJ resurgence of like the OJ um, show, the, the Amer- true American crime story that was happening. And then also uh, the ESPN documentary. The I think Brian, you yeah, came over and watched that with us. An Emmy. 2007, like, 16, 17. That was the, no, that it was, was like 15. the best time of the best of time life. of TV ever. So good. All right. We got to go. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Come see me this weekend in Chicago. I cannot wait. There are um, tons of shows. Uh, San Francisco is being announced. October 20th added a second show. So I'll see you in San Francisco as well. Anya will be there. Special guests as well. New, um, I'm saying as well a lot. Like that girl that was like, and the maps. And I wrapped as well. Um, Um, And uh, new merch. So excited about that. Thank you for listening to the show. Don't be good. And Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. This is so cool. Don't Tell Comedy is sponsoring this podcast. Don't Tell Comedy are comedy shows that happen in these really intimate, unique spaces like art galleries and backyards and rooftops. I did one of their first shows in 2017. It was in a random clothing store in LA. Now they're in 150 cities worldwide. You gotta check them out. They are such a perfect night out. Don't Tell Comedy is the spot to go. Date night, alone night, friend night, whatever you want it to be. It's so fun. Get tickets at DontTellComedy.com. Use the code Nikki for 20% off your first show from bbc radio 4 britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip i thought in that moment oh my god we've summoned something from this board this is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts If you dare. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We are talking every single episode of every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits. Streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking.